Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, the Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. I have a confession to make. What's that? I think you've got the wrong woman. How do you mean? Well, I don't know. Just, you seem like the type of person who's probably been everywhere in the world. Well, I haven't been to the South Pole. Look, why don't you try the steak, hmm? It's good for the blood. One, two, three. Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D-Commentaries. Thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to all of our listeners. Today, we're talking about moms get a date with a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Was that vampire noise? That was just like spooky spook noises. Oh, like It's 2022 now, Val. Okay, we got to get some spooks in there. It's true. Welcome to Halloween 2020. January. Can't wait for January 2022 to be our biggest month of holidays yet. <laughs> we love it. We're doing two Halloween episodes in a row. And a Christmas one, right? And then a Christmas one. <laughs> it's like we're going back in time, sort of. It's very confusing. It's fine. We're fine. We're fine. It's fine. Okay. Um. All right. Let's do it. Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire was released on October 13th, 2000. So it was the Halloween film of the year 2000. So it's really kind of the like decom Halloween movie, right? Because 2000 was like the peak decom era. You know, it was when it was coming out every month. So -hmm. this is like peak peak. And uh, it was directed by Steve Boyum, who we have seen several times and we'll see one more time so he directed johnny tsunami he dire- he directed stepsister from planet weird and he will direct motocrossed okay he's the the stunt guy yeah mm-hmm. so his movies typically have sort of physicality i would say this movie has the least sort of over yeah. f- like sporty physicality to it um but there's still like some stunts in their own way This story was based on a book, unsurprisingly, probably, written by Lindsay Nathans, who, from what I could tell, has not had any other books adapted into movie or TV. Um, The teleplay was written by Robert Keats, and he is interesting. He didn't have, like, a very long career, but this is, like, basically the last thing that he ever wrote. Oh, interesting. Uh, But he's still alive? I think think so yeah if it was on imdb it would like say that he's passed away yeah i don't know maybe he just switched careers he said new millennia i'm out yeah i'm done Mm -mm. (laughs) this is is the best i can do i'm done yeah this is this is peak tv movie okay (laughs) Peak, peak 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 uh okay the cast is as follows matt o'leary played adam hansen 
Um, he's the middle brother who is kind of the impetus for all of this, the monster lover. Mm -hmm. uh, he is a character actor. He's been in lots of things. He had a recurring role on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's probably okay. his most recent sort of like recurring thing that he did. You will know him as the blonde boy in Spy Kids 2. If that is you how are familiar I immediately with knew. <laughs> I immediately knew. Okay, so some the cool fact about me is I either know an actor whether they've been in Spy Kids or whether they haven't been in Spy Kids. And that's a cool fun fact that you can ask me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me an actor. I'll let you know if they've been in a Spy Kids movie. Um, was in Spy Kids 2 uh, alongside uh, Emily Osmond. Oh. Um, they were brother and sister. Wow. Um, he uh, killed that movie. Such a good movie. He's good. Oh my He's a God. good actor. He's very charming. Yeah. Um, okay. Laura Vandervoort played Chelsea Hansen, his older sister. Uh, you might recognize her from Alley Cat Strike. She played like the cool girl that uh, was sort of being set up with uh, the main guy. I can't remember any of their names anymore. And then she's been in stuff like she's acted, you know, obviously since then. She most notably was in Smallville and Supergirl. Um, so I guess she likes, you know, superhero type things. Yeah. Miles Jeffrey played Taylor Hansen, their younger brother, who was eight, as they said, like 800 times. Yeah. <laughs> um, he hasn't really done a ton of on camera acting. He's mostly a voice actor these okay. days. Caroline Ray played their mom, Lynette. Uh, and she is definitely most known for being one of the aunts in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm -hmm. She also is uh, a big voiceover actor on a show. Oh, is she? Yeah, like like real. It's like Phineas and Ferb or something. Okay. Well, she definitely she sang in the movie, and that is her singing. Yeah. So she has like a really good voice. Oh yeah, Phineas and Ferb. You're right. Mm. She played, is it still going on? No, 2015. So Allie's right. She was a main uh, cast on Phineas and Ferb for many years. Yeah, she's on 125 episodes. Yeah. So that's not surprising. She has a very distinct voice. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's great. Robert Carradine played Malachi Van Helsing, the vampire. Malachi. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do not cut that out. Val Malachi? <laughs> they say it in the movie. I know, I'm not thinking. I just read it. <laughs> I don't know. I just read it. Anyway, <laughs> Robert Carradine plays Malachi Van Helsing. And he's... Are you, do you need a minute? Malachi. <laughs> okay, continue. Um, he is, I recognize him as Lizzie McGuire's dad. Yep. Um, people a little older than us might recognize him from Revenge of the Nerds. That was like mm, his big uh -huh. other thing that he did. He was in all of those as Lewis. Um, so those were his two like big things. He really hasn't done, like he's a character actor, but he's not really had like a recurring role in no. anything else. Charles Shaughnessy played... Dimitri Donatos, the vampire himself. And of course, he is most known for the nanny. Mm -hmm. So and this was after the nanny. Like, so he was like mm -hmm. 
known for that already at this point. Yeah. He was also more recently in Mad Men and Days of Our Lives. Yeah, he's still going. Oh, yeah. He works. He does mostly mm-hmm. daytime soaps now, yeah. which definitely fits. Mm-hmm. Definitely makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, he's done a lot. Any act? Any more actors now? Yeah. My boyfriend, Jake Epstein, played Duffy. Oh, that's right. Um, he, he was mean in this one. He was just kind of like a doofus. Like he yeah. was just like the total opposite of Brad, mm-hmm. uh, the love of my life. From Quince, everyone. From Quince. Yeah, from Quince. From Quince. Um, Jay Adam Brown played Boomer, the older guy who Adam traffics his sister to for a backstage pass to a concert. Patrick Gallagher played Bone, the nightclub bouncer who is more recently has been in uh, the Night of the Museum uh, movies. And then I recognize him from Glee. I was going to ask, was he in Glee? Yeah, he played Ken Tanaka on Glee. Mm -hmm. Pretty stacked cast of people who've been in other things. Yeah, totally. And then the only other person I want to mention, simply because she is also in Phantom of the Megaplex, is uh, the the babysitter Tiffany was played by Joanne Boland. Mm. Uh, Okay, synopsis. The Hanson kids have major social engagements planned, but have all been grounded, so they are delighted when their mom gets a date, enabling them to sneak out unnoticed. However, their delight is short-lived when brother Taylor suspects her new boyfriend is a bloodsucker. Oh, I don't like that. I, but I actually think, though, as a synopsis, that's a good synopsis. Yeah, like I just it gives don't like enough blood sucker. Sure, sure, but it gives like enough. There's alliteration. They were doing alliteration. Mm, still don't like it. Um, <laughs> but like it gives enough information, but doesn't like give a yeah. whole store, which is good. Right. Um. Okay. Al, uh, what are your first impressions? Yeah, first impressions. Um. Honestly, I thought this movie was kind of boring. I don't know what it was, but I just had like a really hard time getting through it. It wasn't a bad movie. And the one thing that I really did like about it was that it shot over the course of like one night. So I thought that was really cool of like you see like or or two days, I should say. But you see the, the intro of like go out with our mom and then mm-hmm. like then you see the date kind of plan out which is not a spoiler because mom's got a date with a vampire but i really liked the timeline of it where you see like the events of the night take place but overall yeah. i was just like there's a lot of fluff that we don't need there's just like a lot going on that just wasn't important i thought the acting wasn't that great um it was really hard to to stomach chelsea and adam um who i'm sure are great people in real life but oh their brother sister relationship was rough um i'm gonna give this one a five and a half out of ten um which i even think is a little kind um but yeah i don't know i thought it was like um, i thought it was like really cheesy and hard to get through okay that's fair yeah val what were your first impressions so I went into this convinced that I had never seen this. And then when you watched it, did you like remember? At the moment, I don't think this is spoiling anything because literally the name of the movie is that she's on a date. So like at the point of the date where she starts singing, like mm-hmm. when they're at the club. You like it was flashback. like. Yeah, like my brain just like exploded and I was like, oh, my God. And then everything after that, I remembered like Almost every detail yeah. from the rest of the movie. It was wild. But the first half or whatever that is leading up to that, I like 
had absolutely no memory. And I think that that is because the first third, especially of this movie, is like unnecessary. It's so yeah. like to your point, it's like very boring. And I agree that the, there is an issue with acting. I th- I personally blame it almost entirely on the sister. Yeah. I just do not think she is a good actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, she might be a better actor now, but in this movie, she's terrible. Yeah. She like overdoes it with her facial expressions. She's really delayed in her reactions. Um, I just the, the th- issues with Adam's performance felt more like re- having to react writing. to her. Yeah, like it felt more circumstantial, like it was like the writing, the directing and her like he he didn't have a lot of control when he was just like delivering something. Mm-hmm. I, he was believable to me. But like there were t- like there were times where and we can, you know, I'm, I mentioned this in, uh, when we watched Johnny Tsunami, which was also directed by the same person, how it sometimes looked like they'd hit action and like left in the first part where like they start moving Mm -hmm. and the same thing was happening in this movie, especially in the beginning parts, like when they're in the grocery store, I noticed it a couple of times and it just, it's so stilted Mm -hmm. that like, it just like took me out of it. Um, And it really wasn't until like the date started and the sort of like, to your point, like the night, like that night began that it became more engaging to me. Um, I also just think like Adam as a character is not especially compelling. Yeah. He just sucks. Like he's selfish. I know he's 13, but like he's he literally traffics his older sister yeah, at one point in this awful. movie. And he's just manipulative and like doesn't care that his little brother is like terrified of the movies that he's watching. Like mm-hmm. he just doesn't care yeah. about anyone else. And that is not someone who I want to root for. And I understand that the point of this movie is to like for him to kind of learn to be less selfish, Mm -hmm. but he's so selfish in the beginning that I'm sort of like, I don't care. Right. Like I don't care. I don't, I don't want you to win because I don't like you. Right. And it was only really when it became more focused on his younger brother, Taylor. And when it became more focused on the mom, uh, and like those two dynamics, the mom and Dimitri and then, uh, Taylor and Van Helsing, then I was more interested right? because they had much better chemistry than, than Adam and yeah. Chelsea did. I thought it was interesting that we also didn't really get like, like if we had to pick a lead, like who's the lead? Because they all kind of have like their own equal amount of like screen time. You think it's Adam at times, but then you get Taylor alone and then you get mom alone. And so like, it's really hard to cheer for Adam Cause he's not our lead, but he's supposed to, be, I don't know. It was just a little, yeah, it's like th- three pairs, but like, you know, we talked, uh, I mentioned this when we talked about, um, smart house, how like they did a good job of like following the kids and following the adults. Yeah. Right. And like we were, they, we were able to see both of their perspectives in the movie. And I, and I think they did that really well in this movie. It's not done as well, at least when it comes to Chelsea and Adam. Right. Um, they just don't, like, what is their motivation? Like, I just don't understand, yeah. like, what, like, obviously they want to save their mom, but it doesn't, like, feel believable. No. I don't know. It just feels weird. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, I agree. I mean, I didn't even write, the first note I wrote was, like, four scenes into the movie. Yeah. Like, I, like, just nothing made an impression on me uh, at the beginning of the movie. So, yeah, it was definitely, um, definitely not my favorite. Um. 
But I think that there were moments that I enjoyed. I loved uh, I loved Charles Shaughnessy just chewing on the furniture mm-hmm. and just having a blast being this ridiculous yeah. character. It felt and it just, felt very um, like when uh, Debbie Reynolds was in Halloween Town of just like going yeah. for it. And you're like, you have better yeah. places to be. But like, thanks for being here and making this fun. Right, exactly. And he was great. I thought he was really good. And and to some extent, it was the same thing with Robert Carradine mm-hmm. as Van Helsing. Like he leaned into it hard with his hat and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was really cute. Um, so yeah, like there were moments that were great. I really loved when she sings yeah. in the in the club. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, so there were definitely like moments I liked, but it was just overall it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I agree. Cool. Glad we're in agreement. Yeah. Um, Al. Uh, any favorite quotes or moments? Yeah, I actually have a few favorite quotes, which is weird because uh, I'm not a huge fan of the movie. But um, some of the li- I mean, all the all of the lines are super cheesy. And I think, you know, just kind of fun. Um, Mom, you're still the bomb. Is that good? <laughs> I thought that was cute. Um, I just like the line. You got a crush on somebody. so cute first we'll go to a kung fu movie and then we'll come back here for burgers and i'm like no specific name title just kung fu movie cool um dimitri says i don't drink wine and then the the waitress offers perhaps some garlic bread and he just goes no yeah (laughs) truly i could never date a vampire okay he said the two things he doesn't like was uh was it garlic bread and turtlenecks? And I was like, I love both yeah. of those things. So no vampires here. <laughs> so that work. It also took me a really long time to be like, why wouldn't he like turtlenecks? And I'm like, oh, okay. It's because it blocks your neck. I literally am so blonde sometimes. Um, uh, I was different. That was this afternoon. <laughs> that was my favorite quote in the whole movie. Um. He goes, he's like uh, from a 12 year old. He goes, I'm 13. And Dimitri goes, and I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I don't know where this last line comes in, but it just says date. Oh, I date. Just not vampires. I thought that was cute. <laughs> All right, Val, any favorite quotes or moments? Yeah. Towards the beginning, Adam is like about to be grounded and he, he's calls his mom Lynette and then. He just he goes, I'm just trying to dialogue here. <laughs> that was so good. That was funny. <laughs> um, and then when Adam is like at this summit with Duffy and Boomer trying oh, to get yeah. his backstage pass back. At one point, Adam is like, Duffy, why did you even do this if you didn't think Boomer was going to give me the pass back? And he was like. I figured this would be a step toward better playground relations because <laughs> like Boomer, I guess, like beats them up. And then uh, at one point, Chelsea says, I don't care if he's Frankenstein. Guys are all the same. <laughs> Did your mom make this sandwich? <laughs> oh, my God. That was the cutest little moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Taylor is so cute. He has this like little horse voice. Yeah, like a cute little raspy guy. Yeah. Did your mom make this sandwich? <laughs> that was really cute. Um, yeah, that, and then the mom singing are probably my, that's my favorite moment. Yeah. So those are, those are my quotes and moments. Nice. Yeah. I mean, this was, um, I don't know. I think it's worth a rewatch during Halloween time. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying here 
to our to our listeners, you know, don't ever watch this movie. Um, just go into it knowing that it's kind of silly. Yeah. I mean, even sometimes Caroline Ray was just like overacting. In fairness to her, like this was actually pretty early in her career. This was before Sabrina. So oh, nice. OK, she started late. She did, which gives me hope. You hear that, everyone? Val and I still have a chance to be famous. OK, Val and I are haven't peaked yet, so we'll let you know when we peak. Yeah, we haven't peaked for sure. All right, Val, shall we take off our garlic Turtlenecks? wreaths? No, let's let's take off our turtlenecks, but wrap ourselves oh. in garlic. OK, we yeah. Yeah, we're turtle necklace, but we have garlic necklace. Just the garlic necklace. Just the garlic. Paint me like one of your vampire girls. <laughs> in this. Oh, I'll. Sorry. No, I was ahead. just going to say in this garlic necklace. <laughs> I just want to say right here that I literally called exactly how this movie would end. In the first scene of the movie. Oh, cool. At the very top, I wrote, this kid is in Spy Kids. That was my <laughs> first note. <laughs> so. All right. We are topless except for some garlic. Lights up on the big castle of Count Kelsky, which turns out to be a movie. Um, we see like the intro of the horse-drawn carriage. And as it's going on, I'm like, this is a movie, this is a movie. But it gives us some context into our movie as well, because we find out that the only way to defeat a vampire is true love. Um, so that gives us some help to break you from his spell to break you from the spell um then we meet our three children we have the older sister chelsea the middle brother adam and the younger brother taylor who is afraid of vampires and monsters um adam was watching the movie um chelsea comes in to like give him you know brotherly punch on the shoulder and then taylor was like sneaking and watching the movie on the side even though they thought he was um asleep and he wasn't um, then we get back to Adam's room and he's researching vampire hunters and he's like really into monsters and vampire hunting and all this cool stuff. Mom comes in and we find out that mom and dad are divorced and mom is really surprised that she finds out that dad is getting married and that the kids know. And so we kind of get this like single mom um, accepting of her uh, ex-husband getting married and moving on is just like she's you know hasn't really tried dating she's just having trouble like getting over it um and then we see are in school the next day um and adam gets called to read on read his paragraph about who he admires most during class he did not write an essay surprise surprise for the 13 year old boy who didn't write an essay for homework and he was reading um this like secret news i don't remember what it was called i didn't yeah, write it down it was like secret weekly or something like that yeah um and it was about um malachi van helsing the a vampire hunter and he comes home and mom finds out that he didn't do his homework from the teacher and he gets grounded. So he really wanted to go to this concert at the Harvest Festival with his friends. And the concert was the next day. And mom says, nope, you can't go. You didn't do your homework. And he's like trying to bribe her. He's like, ground me for the entire week next week. Let me go. And she goes, nope. And as he's walking out, Chelsea, the older sister, says something along the lines of like, haha, you suck. And mom goes, hey, that actually just bought you grounding this weekend too and she's like what um and so she's like i have a date with peter tomorrow and mom's just like i don't care like you shouldn't have said that to your brother and so now you're both grounded so now both of them can't go to where they want to go the next evening also chelsea at this point is wearing the world's most insane pair of pants <laughs> um 
They look like if no one's going to get this reference, one person will over our however many people will get this. It looked like the popcorn pants from the Amanda show. Like in the Amanda <laughs> show, it's a commercial and there's popcorn pants where you like turn on the pants and they start making popcorn and they were like silver. And that is exactly what Chelsea's pants look like. So yeah, yeah. they were like swish pants, but like they didn't have a uh, cinching at the bottom yeah. and they were like very xenon, very xenon. <laughs> so weird. Um, so Adam has this idea to set mom up on a date so they can get her out of the house um, so that they can go to their perspective where they want to go. So he can go to the concert and Chelsea can go on her date with Peter. Um, so he looks through his secret weekly thing and looks for ads uh, of dates because they didn't have Bumble and Hinge and Tinder back then. They had used a newspaper like your people. Um, and so then he uh, reads the synopsis of some man whose name is Wolfbane and says, hey, emails him and says, hey, meet us at the market tomorrow at six, run into our mom, but don't tell her like we're trying to set her up on a date so that we can, you know, get out of the house. And I think it's actually that night, like meet us tonight as we go to the market. So they're in the grocery store and they're like looking for the man who doesn't like Italian food and hates turtlenecks. And so they keep running into all these random men and trying to figure out like, is this him? And they run into some people who's like, they're like, oh, Italian food sucks while the guy is putting like noodles in his cart. And he goes, oh, you know, my mom's single and he's picking up a cake that says happy anniversary. So there's this also like a spooky figure kind of walking around the store uh, and wearing a fedora. And we're like, who's this? So you kind of like are a little bit alluded to that might be him until mom physically runs into this man named Dimitri, who is killing the Canadian tuxedo game. Oh, my God, is this man handsome? <laughs> he They get to talking and he says, oh, like, let me take you out on a date. And Chelsea and Adam are like, well, we can't find him, but we'll just like let mom go out with this like random guy. And as they're all getting in the car, Taylor, the youngest brother, who is eight years old, turns around to see Dimitri drop all of his groceries and turn into a bat and fly away. So we now know at this point, which probably was the 17 minute mark. Thank you, Erica Hackmiller, that Dimitri is a vampire. So we know and Taylor knows, but no one else knows. So then Adam is in a diner trying to get Boomer to not go to the concert so that he can have his ticket. And he's like, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? And he's like, well, I'll get you to go on a date with my sister and it has to end in a kiss. And he's like shook on it. And so he got his ticket because he's like, I'm going to be able to go to the concert. And Boomer had like taken the ticket back since he couldn't go anymore. Then we're back at home um, and the younger brother, Taylor, tries to stop mom because he's a vampire and no one believes him at this point. So Adam doesn't believe him. Chelsea doesn't believe him. Even though Adam believes in vampires, he's just like not convinced that like it's a Mm -hmm. thing yet. Then Adam convinces mom to go on the date, even though she's really nervous, which was like a cute little moment of like, Hey, put yourself out there. But it's, you know, it's supported by the fact that he wants to be out of the house. So it's not so much like done by love, but 
Right. Then we cut to um, Van Helsing, who is the man in the fedora. We cut to him at a car dealership, and he takes like a piece of coal out of his pocket, throws it on the ground, and then these footsteps light up. And uh, we find out that the car dealership had sold a red car to a strange man. And he's like, so now we see he is the vampire hunter. This is Malachi Van Helsing. Um, and he's like trying to figure out how, wh- where the vampire is, even though like they were in the same grocery grocery store and he didn't catch him weird but like we still have a whole story left <laughs> then dimitri picks up mom and taylor leaves the house to go and save her and with adam and because adam was like okay taylor we'll go we'll go to the restaurant i'm gonna convince you that he's not a vampire and then we'll come back home and then you have to stay home with the babysitter um because we're going out and taylor was like okay fine as long as mom's okay i don't care what happens and so they get to the restaurant and they're like, mom, he's a vampire. And Dimitri's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, he's a vampire. And he goes, well, then let's do the spoon test. And so, of course, as an adult audience member, you're like, OK, well, that's not real. Um, but it was such a cute little exchange. Right. Like when you actually think about it, like if a guy if a guy was actually trying to like prove to an eight year old. Right. That he wasn't a vampire. Like that's a really super cute, cute. thing. So it's like if do. you like. Uh, put a spoon on your nose if you can hold it on your nose and vampires apparently can't do that and so we put it on it stayed and so they're like okay he's not a vampire he just made it up right yeah he it wasn't Adam a real test it was like something that yeah. like he could do to prove to <laughs> right. him in the moment that he wasn't um right, and right. we know this because as they're walking out of the restaurant as, as they were proven wrong Adam looks in the mirror that's next to the door and sees mom sitting next to no one, as you know, uh, or you don't, uh, vampires don't have a reflection. So he's finally like, oh my God, Dimitri doesn't have a reflection. Mom is on a date with a vampire, but he wants to get Taylor home so that Taylor like doesn't worry about it. And then he whispers to Chelsea and he's like, Chelsea, we have to go back. Mom is on a date with a vampire. I saw it. And Chelsea's like, this is so annoying, but like, okay, fine. Then mom starts to get weird vibes too because Dimitri's starting to get like a little weird and pushy. And this is where he does the like, I don't drink wine and you should get the steak. It's good for the blood. Yeah. So it's just like kind of weird. So we're back at the house now and we have a funny babysitter who's very like Kari from Incredibles. And she's just like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, okay. Like on the phone. (laughs) Yeah. And Van Helsing shows up when it's just the babysitter and Van Helsing. And Taylor's like, hey, my mom's on a date with a vampire. And Van Helsing at this point had like tracked down. And Taylor called. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Taylor called to sit. Thank you, Val. So Taylor had called Van Helsing to like show up. So Taylor um, is like, my mom's on a date with a vampire. This, 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 and that. And I need you to help me. And so Van Helsing was like, okay, I will go find it, but you stay here. And Adam and Chelsea knew that they were going to go dancing after. And so we end up seeing mom and Dimitri at the Rockabilly, which is a dancing hall, a very rockabilly music, which is a very fun scene. It's very hocus pocus dance scene where like the kids show up to like help mom. Mm -hmm. So then Adam tries to split up mom and Dimitri. So he finds a guy to be like, hey, that lady wants to dance. And then Dimitri like vampire forces him away. Um, so before we get to the Val's favorite part, we do see Taylor has snuck into Van Helsing's car and they have a very cute scene. Ugh. Just like the whole moment between Taylor and Van Helsing is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Van Helsing goes, yeah, I'm looking for a real live 
I mean, real dead vampire. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, the two of them like make this movie uh, what it is. Yeah, they're adorable. So then we find out that Lynette is part of this really fun, like old school, like she used to be a singer at the Rockabilly and she was a part of the Cowgirl Blues. And Adam knows this. So he goes up to the band to be like, hey, Lynette is here. Play this song so that he can split them up so that she can go on the stage and he can keep Dimitri out on the floor. So she gets on stage and starts singing, which is an awesome, fun moment of this movie. Mm -hmm. Because Caroline Ray is awesome and has a great voice. And it's just a fun moment. It's a fun song. Yeah. I tried finding it. I couldn't find it All that stinks because it's good. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. So Adam then talks to the bouncer and was like, my mom is here, Lynette. And he goes, oh, you know Lynette? Everyone knows Lynette. And he goes, yeah, but she's here with a stalker and you need to kick him out because this man is like stalking my mom. And while they're like in the process of that, Chelsea is on the phone with her boyfriend, Peter, because she's a 15 year old in the year 2000 that has a cell phone. And her only personality trait is, is that she that has she a boyfriend. is obsessed with her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's on the phone in the alley talking to Peter. And in the meantime, the bouncer, who is our uh, Mr. Takata. Ken Tanaka is his name in Glee. Um, is the bouncer who kicks out Dimitri into the alley. And so Chelsea yeah. sees him get kicked out, kind of hides behind the dumpster. And then she watches him like scale a building. So like this like man walk. can fly and this man chooses to scale the building to like get back inside. Right. But it's like he literally like walks up a wall as if it's the floor. Right. Um, like it's hard to explain. Yeah. It's not like Spider-Man climbing. It's literally just like no. turns his feet and starts like walking up the wall. <laughs> Stupid. Um, <laughs> so Chelsea finally believes that Dimitri is a vampire. Not that she didn't, but she like just saw it firsthand. And so is like super bought in. Um, Dimitri makes it back in, grabs mom and is like, okay, well now let's go home. And she's like, no, I don't want to go home. Cause you can tell at this point, mom isn't super interested in him, but it's like starting to realize that she just likes being out there and likes being herself again. And that's the mm-hmm. the moral of the story is being yourself again. <laughs> and so Chelsea and Adam realize that they're going to the Harvest Festival because they didn't want to go home. And so they wanted to go somewhere fun. And the Harvest Festival is exactly where Adam wanted to go to see this concert. So he calls Brad and Chad to come pick him up. And this is where we have some uh, headbutting between Chelsea and Boomer, the Chad, because he had made the deal and Chelsea gets really upset because he had admitted, like, I thought you were going to give me a date with your sister. She was going to kiss me. And she's like, Adam, what the hell? Why did you do that? <laughs> Which is really shitty, but is like a weird 90s, 2000s trope of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally I can is. get you, get you whatever you want. Yeah, I can make it happen. Yeah. It's so weird. So then they're running around the festival. Uh, Chelsea and Adam do make up. He apologizes and he's like, I'm really sorry. And that's why he's like, I'm different now. And she's like, that's this afternoon. (laughs) Very funny. But then they make up. And so they're searching around the entire festival. But mom turns to Dimitri and is like, hey, I found myself. I don't see a connection with you, but um, I really had a great time. But I'm I. I don't think this is going to go anywhere. And he gets pissed. And so he entra- he puts his vampire trance on her. And so now she's kind of hypnotized. And so he's she is at the mercy of his will. Um, and Dimitri then finds Adam and threatens him. And Chelsea and Adam link up after and remember where Dimitri lives. So they know like, okay, Dimitri's going to take mom back to, to his house. And it, uh, it's really funny for this end part. But the before this happens, 
um, Van Helsing realizes that they'll be going back home as well because they didn't see them dancing. They didn't see them at dinner. And he's like, okay, well, the only other place he's going to take her is to his like castle, his home, his coffin. And Taylor's like, oh, I know where it is. As the smartest eight-year-old in the world is like, yeah, he told us in the grocery store <laughs> I, that he lives by the lake. <laughs> I know. I literally wrote, I would never no. be able, like, even if I did know where he was, I would never be able to direct someone no, to insane. <laughs> So Chelsea and Adam take a cab to Dimitri's house. And this is the funny part. They take a cab to Dimitri's house, but Dimitri's car died, which is hilarious because it's a brand new car. No, the the kids sabotaged Oh, it. I did not see that part. So, oh, so Adam, okay. so when, when they have this exchange with Boomer and Duffy, and and Adam, you know, he like outs Adam as like selling his sister. Basically, Adam turns around and he's like, I thought you guys were my friends. Like, what is your deal? Like, why are you being like this? Mm -hmm. And they, I think, felt kind of guilty, especially like Duffy or Brad. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and so they saw the car and they're like, I think this is the vampire's car. Mm -hmm. And then they sabotaged it. OK. Val always hits me at three fourths of the movie and has to fix something. I mean, listen back to all of our other 21 episodes because every three fourths I get here and then there is one thing I get so wrong. Um, okay, so the car doesn't work. So they beat him home and he, Adam uses this weird metaphor of like, Oh, a coffin to a vampire is you, Chelsea, to your cell phone. And she goes, really important. And so then they're like trying to get rid of the coffin. <laughs> Two like tiny little teens trying to like push this coffin out of the house and into the lake, which I didn't know this fail um, because I guess I'm not a Twilight or a vampire fan, but I didn't realize that vampires can't go by water. I should know this because I was a huge Buffy fan uh, when I was a teenager, but I did not remember this. Yeah. Either. So um, he finally gets home. He realizes Dimitri finally gets home. They made it home and he realizes there's humans like he can smell them, which is like so weird because couldn't you smell humans everywhere? I don't know. Right. He's literally standing next right. to, <laughs> to the mom. Um, so they send the coffin into the lake. Adam gets on top of the coffin and Chelsea runs. So he's floating on the coffin and he's like, ha ha, vampires can't get on water or can't cross water. And so then he summons Chelsea and says, you're going to be an only child, which is very funny because he forgets that Taylor exists. Um, and then Taylor and Van Helsing show up. And I just wrote hijinks to stop Dimitri. It's very, um, and they're like fighting him with wooden stakes and trying to keep him out of the house. And, uh, he hurts Van Helsing. So he like pushes down the door. Van Helsing is hurt. So he had like forced Chelsea and Adam very close to him. And they were like, mom, mom, stop him, stop him, stop him. And suddenly she wakes up and very slow motion pushes him into the coffin. And then everyone, uh, Van Helsing stands up and Taylor to open the coffin. So they push him in and then everyone gets on top of the coffin and then they use silver plated nails to staple the coffin shut. And we find out that true love, the true love of the children, mom's true love of her children got her out of her trance and I called and, and it saved the it first scene yep. of the movie. And, uh, <laughs> then Van Helsing is there and she's invited him over for breakfast because it was morning time and vampires can't go out during the day anyway. And we can only assume that they go on a date, um, which yeah. is what I called. I had, I called halfway through. I was like, mom and Van Helsing are going to get together. Um, mm -hmm. and then it just abruptly ends. Yeah, it's so bizarre. It, it, it's literally just like, well, we caught the vampire. 
Credits. <laughs> very, <laughs> they give them very weird spray. ending. I would have loved to see them like back at home and like her making pancakes and then like talking right. about like how they're gonna, you know, be vampire hunters together now and like things like that. Right. I don't know. I just like did not like the ending of the movie, how it just completely abruptly ended. The only right. thing and I they- can think of why it did that is because it was at the 130 mark. And I feel like DCOMs yeah. have to stick to like a certain amount of time. And they like Probably. didn't have the extra two minutes because they were like, oh, we really need that extra two minutes running through the harvest festival, you know? Oh <laughs> um, yeah, there's the movie. Yep. You did a great job, Al. Thanks, Val. I feel like I'm getting better at these. <laughs> You're always good at them. Oh, thanks. Um, I actually really liked that this movie ultimately was about the mom, like finding herself learning. Yeah. Like learning that she was stuck kind of on, in a rut. Yeah. And like just needed to like go out and re- be reminded of like who she was and what she liked and all of that stuff. And I'm sure a lot of moms would probably feel that way, you know, if they were able to kind of get out of their routine for a second. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. And the kids were kind of like, I mean, I, Adam was set up to be the lead, but like really the kids were kind of like facilitating, yeah, you know, that transformation to a large extent. I enjoyed it, especially towards the end. And they did a bit at the end, which I think would have been so much funnier if they had taken it to its logical conclusion. So like Van Helsing says at the end that like, first of all, he's not going to kill this vampire. Yeah. He's going to just literally ship him between like the poles. Yeah. When where whenever it's always sunny Mm -hmm. and so that he can never get out of his coffin, (laughs) which I just think is so funny. So like. To your point, and they do a bit where Dimitri's in his coffin being like, guys, guys, okay, I'm sorry. Can you please <laughs> let me out at the end, like over the credits for a few minutes? Yeah. But like, it would have been really funny if like they did that and then they showed them like at breakfast and he's still in the coffin. Yeah. Guys, can I have some pancakes? Right. And then like, they're all in Finland together having pancakes again. Yeah. Guys, come on. Like, I... Come on, I'm old. Yeah, just let me yeah, out. Like it would, it would just would have been a funny bit if they'd done that. Yeah, but, you know, silly. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> I just thought I, you had mentioned it earlier, but like the first third of the movie was just slow and boring and unnecessary. Like the whole thing with the school. Like I understand they needed a reason for him to be grounded, but we didn't need to like see a whole scene yeah. of him like going and sitting in his seat, getting called up to read his essay right. that he didn't write doing that. You know what I mean? Like it was just a lot yeah. for a small payoff. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently this is a weird trivia thing. Apparently there was this, when Dimitri first comes over to pick up Lynette in the, in the beginning of their date, they have a dog and like, he, li- he looks at the dog and like licks his lips and apparently they cut that from the movie because a bunch of parents complained that he was going to eat the dog. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I would have liked this more if that was in there. Right. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Let's do some bingo. Let's do it. All right. Do you want to start this week, Val? Sure. One hit wonder. I think yes. I think yes. Cause of the song, even though we can't find it, it was a fun song. It was a great song. There was also another song called Papa Lupa performed by Kef or K-E-F. And, you know, it's on Spotify. I put it in our playlist, but it's 
you know, none of their songs, it's like one album and none of their songs have very many downloads at all. But what's weird is there was another song in the other me by the same band. Oh, fun. Okay. So like they must, they must have just like discovered this band and put a couple yeah. of their songs in their movies, but like, they're not very, like they've never done really anything since then. So I would definitely say if not the song that the mom sings, then that one definitely qualifies. Cool. Perfect. Love it. Breaking into the fourth wall or looking into the camera. There was. I saw something. Nice. So, or at least I'm going to make an argument for it. Okay, go so for it. When they are dancing. So when they first go to the Rockabilly Hall, mm-hmm. mom is really excited and she's dancing and she keeps spinning Dimitri out. And he oh, looks yeah. directly at the camera and is like, save me. And then like gets pulled yeah, back Yeah, no, in. that's absolutely looking in the camera for <laughs> sure. For sure, for sure. Uh, holiday themed. I think this is Halloween. I think I mean, so it's too. Not- only because they literally say, like at the end, he says "Happy Halloween." He does. Yes, Dimitri says "Happy Halloween." Where oh, I was I like, "Oh, that. that was caught me off guard." I don't know if it's at yeah. the end, but he definitely says it because it definitely caught me off guard. Okay, I believe you. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely. I mean, it was released at Halloween. It's obviously yeah, meant to be like a sure. Halloween movie. I think it is mm-hmm. holiday themed. Clunky metaphor. I mean, the only thing that I could think of was this is so stupid. So Dimitri can't reflect, like literally. Mm-hmm. And it's only when mom, Lynette, and like Adam are forced to reflect on their lives or their previous behavior mm-hmm. that they like realize something about themselves. But like he's never gonna be able to Dimitri's never gonna be able to do that because he literally cannot reflect. Like he literally Whoa, doesn't have a that reflection. Like sent me into a tizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I like blacked out there for a second. <laughs> okay, the clunky metaphor. Here we go. <laughs> Parents who just don't get it. No. I don't think so. No. She gets she's it. She's pretty yeah, she's pretty cool. I feel like she gets it before the kids do. Right. Like she knows Dimitri's a creep. By the way, I wrote like when they were on the date, like in the dinner part of the date, I wrote, if any person ever talked to me like this on a date, I would leave immediately. Wow. I don't have enough balls to get up in the middle of a date. Oh, man, I couldn't like this guy. He's being so overbearing and like telling her how to feel. I was just like, what the hell? It was very weird. Uh, Cool non-parent adult. Yeah. Van Helsing. Val. What's his name? Malachi. This is me my last day with the pod, everyone. <laughs> it's been really fun. Um, Why? Malachi. Are you breaking up with me? <laughs> I'm breaking up with you. This is it. This is real. This Just because I misread one name. Yep. Sorry. That's all it took. Yep. After all we've been through? Since 2016. Val's crying. I'm sad. I'm He's sad. <laughs> I'm not gonna give you your Christmas present anymore. <gasps> I'm back. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Cool non-parent adult. Malachi Van Helsing. Very cool non-parent adult. Someone too famous for a TV movie. I think. Oh, for sure. I think Charles Shaughnessy for sure. Yeah. At that time. Hands down. Oh, yeah. Hot off of the nanny. And hot. And hot. Yes. Just hot. Although I feel like I would have ended up with 
Van Helsing before I ended up with him. They're both hot. Like just knowing the kind of people that I dated, like when I was in high school, yeah. like <laughs> I definitely dated a guy who owned a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> You can't say that while I'm drinking water. Oh my competition to resolve central problem. No, no, not this time. Montage sequence. I didn't notice. I didn't one. see one. Wow. Yeah, weird. It's the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh cliche villains. Vamps. A uh, literal vampire. A literal vampire. <laughs> Clothes or item that you owned. She has the fucking purple VTEC. No, phone. she did not. She does. <gasps> she does. And you had the purple VTEC phone. And I had the purple VTEC phone. Oh. We've, we've seen every single color of this translucent VTEC in each of the subsequent movies that we've watched. <laughs> <laughs> and we finally it saw it. It counts the every one. time. I, I literally stood up and screamed when I saw it. No, you it. did not. I swear I to God, that. I did. I wish I could have seen that. Rotten Tomatoes 40 to 60. I'm gonna go 42. We do get the square. It's 51. Um, which I've been like, I form my opinion and then I look up the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of the time the Rotten Tomatoes and I very similarly hit. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Where I was like five and a half and it was, you know, right around half. Yeah. I feel like I'm always wrong. I'll never win. That's okay. You'll win one day. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, happily ever after. Yep. Yep. Another freeze frame and a bunch of smileys. Uh, almost kissing. They talked about kissing in that little, I want to kiss from your sister. Yeah. But did they ever? No, I don't think there was any almost kissing. Even on their date. She was like, I'm here as a friend. Right. There was almost, (laughs) um, hickeys. Right. Almost necking. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no, almost kissing. Someone who became famous. Well, if this was one of Caroline Ray's first ones, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think Caroline Ray counts. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, betraying of one's real friends or values. Yeah. Yes. I didn't mark that down Adam. at first, but definitely because of um, what he did to his sister. Yeah. And just in general, like he's so like shitty. Like even I was thinking about like the reason that he gets his mom to go to the shopping is such a selfish reason yeah he like he's like making her feel guilty basically about the divorce he's like manipulating her over the divorce he's like remember when we were happy and we had chocolate chip pancakes like what a piece of garbage so yeah definitely uh your childhood crush oh yeah i mean duffy was there um the yeah the duffy was there which was val's crush (laughs) <laughs> Hardcore had a crush on Lizzie McGuire dad, but was actually Ugh. obsessed with Spy Kids too. And so like he was my child. Like that is a real thing. <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know he looks exactly the same. Oh, as yeah. An adult. No, I, uh, I don't. And so I think we have different. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know that he's my type anymore. <laughs> no. no, but yeah, Lizzie McGuire dad. It was like adorable. Yeah, he would be my type now. Yeah. For trench sure. coat. Yeah, <laughs> obviously bad special effects or stunts. Oh my so god! Many. When he turns into a bat, yeah, that was rough. That was terrible. Uh, Eric Von Denton, Kirsten Storms, Ryan Merriman, Kimberly J. Brown, or any Lawrence brother? Not this time. We have a Kimberly J. Brown adjacent with Brad, but it doesn't count. No. 
Also, I love that we just call him by his name from Quince. It's not even, <laughs> what is it, Jake Epstein? Yeah. Good memory. Thank you. Oh, Val, <laughs> my favorite one. Musical number. We did we it. We did it. <laughs> we get to market. Magic. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, baby. So much. So much magic. Someone says the title of the movie. Yes. Uh-huh. Taylor says it. Yep. Mom's got a date with a vampire. <laughs> Scooby Dude. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Those kids sure did figure out that problem. Or <laughs> unveil the monster, like literally yep. and figuratively. Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the heroes create the problem. They do. Yep. Yes, they this do. This is all Adam's fault. It is literally his fault. Yeah. He emailed a vampire to go on a date with his mom. idiot. Lead is a fish out of water. I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Val. Yes. We got two whole bingos this week. <gasps> Whoa. Okay. Where are they? There are first two rows down. One hit wonder song, cool non-parent adult, closer items you owned, betraying of one's real friends or values, and magic. And then our second row, breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera. Someone too famous for a TV movie. Rotten Tomatoes 40 to 60, which was 51. Your childhood crush. And someone says the title of the movie. We did it. Wow. We did it. We've been on a roll. We really have. Um, All right. Uh, We've got a quick little game for you. And by quick, I mean Val has to put on her thinking cap. Uh Uh-oh. So this is the game of Alan Alan Val got a date with a... (laughs) (laughs) So um, in the movie, <laughs> in the movie, uh, we see little dating, like uh, like a dating profile, like but in the ad. newspaper, like, like an ad. Okay. Um, yeah, and yeah. so Val and I are going to spend the next three to five minutes, depending on how much time Val wants, uh, writing little quips for each other. In this situation, Val is not married and she's single. Okay. And so we're going to write each other's like dating ads. <laughs> and so Al and, da- Al and Val have a date with a... Um, so I'll set the timer. Val, how much time do you want? Okay. It's just quick. It's uh, like as if it were in the newspaper. Yeah. Three, three minutes is fine. Um, I'm writing this for yeah, you. Yeah. So you're writing clear. one like for your me. your dating. Yes. Profile. You're writing okay. my dating ad. Okay. All right. Three minutes. Ready? Yep. Go. All right. Didn't even need the full three minutes. All right. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Cause mine's probably less good. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I bet you it's perfect. No. Uh, looking for a tall drink of rosé? Call Allie Ring for a guaranteed good time. Loves long walks down Main Street, sweater weather, and curating TikToks. Don't miss out on your chance to live, laugh, love this daring darling. Oh, Val, that was so fun. Mine's not that fun. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Val, intelligent, short, and a lifetime of adventure. Loves sharing passions with others and encouraging uh, encouraging them to be their most authentic self. Loves outdoor activities, improv, hanging with friends, and the Trident Network. Dislikes mean people, flooding, and COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All very accurate. Yay, we did it! And that's Alan Bell going on a date with us. A- <laughs> Remains to be seen. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, I thought that was that just was a fun, fun. Little, fun little thing. Yeah. It was a great game. Thanks. It reminded me of when we drew each other as superheroes. Yeah. I love that. I love when we get to see each other 
see ourselves through the other's eyes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, Val, well, we did it. We did we it. We sped through, oh, too. I, we did. And since we have a couple extra minutes. Yeah, go for it. Um, I want to do two things. One, uh, in the Other Me episode, we played Clone or Clown. Yes. As our game. And you said Rex, and I didn't know you meant Rex the clone from Clone Wars mm-hmm. and Star Wars. And I said that I had uh, ordered a sweatshirt that was a Rex sweatshirt, and you were like, I don't care. <gasps> um, so I just. <laughs> Are you wearing it? <laughs> I'm wearing it. Oh right my now. God. Oops. Oh. There it is. Oh, that's a clone. <laughs> <laughs> that a on. <laughs> it's like the logo that he has on oh, his that's helmet. Fun. Wow, the other me with a silly, silly ep, huh? Oh, me boy. after two glasses what? of wine is a <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, and then the only other thing I wanted to say is that uh as of maybe last week, you can now rate podcasts yes. on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you listen to us on Spotify or if you just use Spotify at all, uh, if you wouldn't mind hopping over to D commentaries and giving us a five stars, yes. uh, that would be Hook greatly us up with that appreciated. Sweet, sweet five stars. Yeah. Just like, I'm just going to reiterate exactly what Val says. I'm going to mansplain exactly what Val just said <laughs> of even if you listen to your podcasts on another platform, but you still have a Spotify account, it would be huge mm-hmm. if you could just jump on your Spotify account and, uh, hit that five star rating. Yeah. Because those those types of things are how they know to show them to other people with similar interests. Mm-hmm. So, like, it helps us get discovered by people who would like our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all we want. Yeah, we want to share it with more people. Yeah, we're just trying to get famous. Okay. Yeah, we're just trying to get famous. As Allie can always you, says. Can you just get on famous, please? <laughs> Ellie's entire purpose for doing this show is so that we can get past. It's to, to hang D23. out with my friend Val, and then so that we can get passes to D twenty three, the expo. But which order? I don't know. We'll, we'll never find out. Oh, um, Val, what a sweet time with my sweet friend Val. It was a sweet time. Oh, and this is another cool thing. So we discovered, we realized after we recorded the other me that our twenty first episode was the last episode of twenty twenty one. Pretty cool. And so, of course, by by nature of that, our 22nd episode is our first episode. I didn't of even think about that till right now. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. You can't so see us, but they're there. <laughs> this is our 22nd episode, and it is our first one of 2022. So welcome to 2022. Great. Oh, look at us. Look at us. Um, thank you so much, as always, for listening. Uh, leave us a rating, a review, tell a friend, and um, we'll be here in two weeks. Oh, we'll be here in two weeks with... Phantom of the Megaplex. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Two Halloweens and then a Christmas. So we're we're spreading the holiday cheer all throughout the beginning of 2022. Um, just yeah. as a quick um, welcome to 2022, uh, we've got a great year planned for you this year. We're going to get some good movies. We're going to have some lots of fun uh, times with each other and our guests. And it's going to be a good year um, for us here at D Commentaries. Um, and I am really excited to uh, see where we are entering 2023, Val. Yeah. My only uh, my resolution for 2022 is just to continue to have a blast with you. Oh, my resolution is to go with the flow more. So I think those go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Val. I love you. Bye, Val. Bye, Al.
This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash dcommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries. Dcommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.